sisters. We're just gonna lifestyle love with lots of laughs. We're your hosts, B and Z. Bree. Hey. Nicole. Um, actually, it's Dr. Scott. But hey, y'all. <laughs> and Zahira, that's me. All right. So today we took a lot of questions. Right. We're gonna we have them in the fishbowl right here. We're gonna fish them out so you guys can get to know your girls a little better. All right, Bree. Let's go. Let's get started. Let's get started. Okay. Let's see what the people said. First question: If you could go back and change one thing, what would it be? Dang, just one. Who want to take that one? <laughs> what you got, Bree? My answer to that is that the only thing I would really change is I think looking back, I would make it a priority to love myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think that I would not change one thing, even though there's been some things that are, it's like, oh, shoot. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have met him. Shouldn't have did this. But I think it's all a part of my story. Yeah. I think that if any one of those things hadn't happened, if any one of those situations hadn't happened, if I had not met that person, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't have been ready for the next person. Like, you get groomed for things. Yeah. This one grooms you for this one, and that one grooms you for that one. That situation gets you ready for that situation. That situation gets you ready for the next, whether they're good or bad. So I wouldn't change it because that's my story. I would not be me right now if I didn't have all of those things. That's true. Like I one like thing that. can set off a whole series of events that changes your life. Where we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got, Nicole? Well, mine's Dr. pretty Scott, I'm sorry. pretty similar. <laughs> I would agree with you to say that. I would then also change that I didn't love myself enough and also thinking that I wasn't deserving of certain things in my life because all of the bad things that I went through in my life is because I didn't love myself enough mm-hmm. or didn't think I deserved any better. But like you said, those scars, you know, is what was able to inspire me to, you know, be a better person. So I truly believe that our pain has a purpose. So we go through it to make us stronger. And that's definitely true for you, Miss Finally Free. <laughs> Shout out. She's an arthuress, y'all. She's an I think, honestly, kind of same, ditto, ditto, right? But if I would have changed anything, it probably would have been not letting relationships go longer than they needed to. Because sometimes I feel like you're not getting a lesson from that. You're kind of just, at some point, wasting time. Mm-hmm. So I could have maybe gotten to my next destination a little sooner. Or, you know, anything could have happened. But I feel like just shortening that space of time of dealing with things for too long Mm -hmm. wouldn't change too much about my future. But otherwise, like other mistakes, like kind of like what you guys are saying, you know, you learn from them. You learn, you learn, you grow, Mm -hmm. you take the lumps, you take the losses and you take the wins and then you become who you are. And I don't think I would change who I am now in order to compromise something, you know, making one little change for the past. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Because we're all pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. And with all that being said, I'm trying to make a whole lot more mistakes now. Right, right. Like, like, I don't want to make the same ones. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm trying to learn from them. (laughs) Like, I'm hoping it's going a little smoother now. We've made all the mistakes. Listen, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hold out more bad situations. Only new errors. (laughs) Only new errors. Mm -hmm. And not too many of them. Hopefully, yes. That's a fact. That's a fact. (laughs) My turn. My turn. Let me see what the people said. Come on. What is the best advice you ever received? You know what? I think mine is not to take yourself too seriously. And I feel like I've carried that a little bit because I think anything can change. Any circumstance can change when you laugh about it. Like you don't take yourself too seriously. You don't dwell, um, you know, and kind of just recognizing what you can change and taking ownership for that and just releasing the stuff that you can't because 
you can't change it anyway. So why stress about it? So I think not taking myself, not taking life too seriously, you know, just serious enough where I'm still achieving my goals and doing all those kind of things. But, you know, you got to laugh. That's Hello, true. Hello, something on my shirts. That's true. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay. I would say for me is just not having expectations and just staying in the present. I know something for me is that I always try to control my narrative and I'm always trying to like foreshadow what's going to happen. Or when I expect someone to act a certain way and they don't do it, Mm -hmm. then I feel let down. So like for me, it's just to stay in the present. And if you don't set expectations, then you can't be let down. And like that has been so powerful for me. Right. Do you think there's a difference between setting expectations and like setting boundaries? Absolutely. And I think that's also where I struggle because I thought setting expectations was setting boundaries. But Mm -hmm. no, now that I really learned what boundaries are and become more comfortable with saying no, it's totally been a game changer. What about you, Bray? Mine is not necessarily advice. It was something one of my professors told me when I was in grad school. Mm -hmm. And it was a project. We... Me and my group, we ain't know we used to do that day. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, is Zeus? I'm like, all right, well, let me go talk to her from the group. We didn't know. Right. We didn't do this assignment. Wait, were y'all the only group that didn't know? No, we were the only group that had that day. Oh. <laughs> we're like, okay, all right, all right. So I said, well, Miss So-and-so, um, we didn't really know. Can we have another? She was like, and now mind you, I wasn't a talker. Okay. I am a different person right? from back then. Yeah, I was not a talker. I, I listen. Like, what? So I was one of them real quiet, and I think my thing in grad school was I did not feel that I knew as much as other people. Okay. So side note, one day I was in class, and these people were saying all these big words, and I was like, yo, where are they learn? <laughs> and then, I didn't learn at heights. Like, then, no. I, then I opened the book. I went home and read the book that day, like the sex book. I was like, oh, shoot, they learned that from here. Like, oh, like, so you, oh, you didn't read, read the book. book. Oh. So... Yeah. so Let's go back to what we were talking about. Mm. So, she was like, Sabrina. She was like, uh-uh. She said, you don't have no more time. You go up there and present this project right now. She was like, you got this. I thought you was way more thorough than that. Whoa. And it was, you, question know, your thoroughness? You, you know it's HBCU, though. Oh, you know yeah. Okay. She's sister. Oh, yeah. sister. So but <laughs> that kind of boosted my confidence in general because... I really didn't think she thought I was thorough at all. I didn't know if she thought anything about me at all. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got this. And we won that presentation. I know that's we, right. We had 10 minutes to highlight some key words. We tried to figure it out. I don't know if it was that good or not. But we passed <laughs> but it. But you did it. We passed it. And it was just a change in my thinking. Like, yo, like, you deserve to be here. Everybody else is here. Mm. Like, you deserve to be here. You can do this. Yeah. And that's so key. Like, all it takes that little that little mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Like, all it was that that person a little thing. could set your... It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's why important to mentor... All right, my turn. Okay. What is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Ooh. Mm, Mine get deep. I ain't trying to cry on this podcast here, but I know for me, and I don't really say it was a failure, but I just feel like, you know, not really realizing how low I was, how much, you know, deep of depression I was in and how I suffered in silence and how that almost cost me my life. Mm. And like, you know, I look back at that now and, you know, and even some points I was like so mad at people because they didn't see it, you know, but it's just like, I look back and to see there were so many times that I could have said something or I could have did so many things differently. And mm. I oftentimes ask myself, would situations have played out differently if I would have just, you know, been honest about where I was. So, you know, but I've gotten to the point where I've kind of like forgiven myself for that. But I think that that was the biggest failure for me because I'm known to be so strong. And right. that was like mm-hmm. the lowest, most weakest point of my life. Yeah. 
I think my biggest failure was actually a relationship. So I felt like a failure. I don't know if I, it was my biggest failure, but I felt like the biggest failure at that point. So um, college boyfriend, you know, that first love type of thing, you know, if you could either do a real right or real wrong. Mm-hmm. And I chose real wrong, like wrong in every way, cheater, abusive, everything you could think of. But I felt like such a failure. And I think that was like the lowest point in my life. But it was also a real moment of triumph because that's when I realized like the power lies in me. Like Absolutely. you have the power to either fail, succeed, whatever. And even sometimes your failures are your successes. So I learned from that a lot. That's what I learned. Like sometimes a failure is not really a failure. Um, sometimes a failure is a no answer. Sometimes a failure means you need to stop. Sometimes mm-hmm. a failure needs to be, means, you know, regroup. Mm-hmm. But I felt like such a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I never thought someone could strip me of like my self-esteem, you know, my, you know, everything, everything in one, in one relationship. Right. So, and not bring anything and not fill me with anything. So I think I learned from that too, the power of relationships and the fact that if someone's not pouring into you, they're depleting you. Like there's only one option. There's no, either than there's only one, there's only those two options. And so I think from that failure, when I was able to dust myself off, because I mean, you talk about a dark place, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's probably the darkest I've ever experienced. I lost 15 pounds. Like, it was crazy. And I didn't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was part of the failure, too. Like, being afraid to admit that you're human and you made mistakes. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the lessons learned from that. Yeah, you got to make deposits in people. Like, yeah. You ain't making a deposit in Hello? a relationship. You're a taker. Yeah, you're a taker. And that's yeah. it. So, failure for me. So... I'm not going to point out one specific failure. I mean, Lord knows I'd have had some relationship failures, some financial <laughs> failures, some yes. some personal yes, professional failures. So I don't want to. I want to say that even though they were technically all failures, I learned something from them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean they were they were failures, yes, but one specifically wasn't really big mm-hmm. it kind of made me who I am today and I learned some things from it so I can't just specifically name just one right yeah then but the good thing is I'm sorry head. that you can look back on it now and you just laugh because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, like you were so dumb like I don't believe you did <laughs> Girl, that but you can look funny. back and laugh Girl, and just dumb like with a cap- are you dumb <laughs> exactly like, yeah, we all yeah, highly yeah. educated <laughs> yeah, making dumb Seriously. decisions but we learn and we grow yeah. from it that's how you know education and intelligence aren't Something. always the same thing like common sense ain't always common mm-hmm. Um, especially when you put that little love word in there mm-hmm. and you think you love and you think you feel mm-hmm. usually it's the other L word, lust, but you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, it's crazy. All right, Brie, go ahead. Dish you to the fish bowl. It's on you, girl. All right, let's see here. Let's see. How did you get here? What made you who you are today? I think just life. Life lessons and just growing and maturing and just, you know, realizing that you have a story to tell. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, you're kind of ashamed of some of the bad choices you made or the wrong roads you turned down. But, you know, I've learned that I'm not alone in it. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many women who can identify with some of the things that, you know, we've all experienced, mm-hmm. you know. So using your platform to inspire people, for me, that's something that I've, I've just taken such gratitude in because, you know, it's stripped me away from all the guilt and the shame and realized, like, damn, 
people really want to hear what I have to say. And like, you know, and if we can do things like this and we just inspire one person, then to me, like it's all worth it. So that's how I got here. You know, realizing that I have a story to tell and there's people out here who need to hear it. Yeah. I think this question is kind of a sum of what some of the questions we already answered, Mm -hmm. but I know right now today I am in the best place that Mm -hmm. I have been. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I have learned to fully accept myself. I don't have to front for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, this is Sabrina. This is Sabrina at work. This is Sabrina with her friends. This is Sabrina with this friend I'm at from over here. This is Sabrina with the friend I'm at from over here. This is me. I'm not going, I'm not going to try to shield it. It's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to water myself down for mm-hmm. anybody. I don't feel like I have to bolden myself up for anybody. Right. Like, but I've never been in this place where I am today. And I think that's where I can make better decision. Now, listen, now, there are some things I already know I'd be doing. I'd be like, listen, you shouldn't do it. Don't do it's it. It's a bad idea. But I'm going to do it. But, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. I know I shouldn't, but I will. Okay. Right. I'm do it. But that's but also living in your truth. Exactly. I know. I know. And I've also learned how to check myself on the regular. Like, I've had good friendships go down the drain because mm. I wanted to be too opinionated mm. and that person wanted. But guess what? Sometimes you just got to check yourself. I check myself on the regular now. It's like self-awareness. You need to address that or no? Right. Like, <laughs> do you really need to it, say something? Yeah. Do you really need to say that? Right. Like, really? Is that really that important? Or are we going to let it go? Right. So, yeah. And I, listen, that's how I am where I am today. That's how, why I'm so comfortable with myself. That is like, listen, I'm happy to be this good. Cause I am 10 years ago. I ain't really yes, nothing. Right. It was going to be this way. Yeah. But that's what we love about you, because you can be the first one, Nicole. I don't think you're gonna go. Right. But I like that, that because you're gonna right. stand in your right. truth, like Nicole. This ain't for you. So I was like, I'm gonna catch you next go around. Right, so exactly, because you'd have been asking all these yeah, questions, you logistics, can't come. right? You can't come. <laughs> <laughs> I think my answer is kind of piggybacking off that because I feel like mine is like I would not be anywhere without my village mm. because I definitely stand on shoulders. Like I definitely rely on people. I definitely rely on relationships like I don't know where I would be if I didn't have a strong because I think about that like there's Mm -hmm. I take that for granted that's a a form of kind of like elitism like the fact that you have a solid family my parents are still married like Mm -hmm. you know those kind of things that I take for granted that make you know me the person that I am so people pouring into me people believing in me Mm -hmm. people holding me accountable because there's nothing like knowing that oh dang I did tell somebody I was going to do that. I really kind of respect that person, mm-hmm. so I guess I will. Um, even going to law school, there was a point I was like, you know, I know I took my LSAT and everything, but I don't really think I'm going to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, there's like a whole investment in you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do that. So I think my village is definitely the folks that humble me, the folks that I'm so thankful for, you know, you two, like my friends, my family. And a solid village, I think, consists of people who are not yes men mm. and people who will hurt your feelings lovingly. Mm, you know right. what I mean? Like, they will be like, all right, girl, well, this is where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me pull your coattail a little bit. Now go ahead and go try it again. Let me right. dust you off. Let me cut you out in the back. <laughs> dust you off yeah. and send you back out there to the world. So um, they built my spine. They made me strong. They made me know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, knowing my history. Like, that's so important. Like, there's people who yeah. walk around have no idea who they are. And that being ingrained in me, from my village, you know, my grandmother did not play. Like we yeah. knew, mm-hmm. we knew where we came from. We know our start, our story didn't start mm-hmm. with coming over on slave ships. So yeah. that all made me who I am. And yeah. ultimately is why, you know, I'm sitting at this table with you ladies now. Yeah. So. Speaking of what you just said about where, about your village and your grandmother and mm-hmm. things like that. Honestly, my town made me. 
Mm. You know how I feel about my hometown. Like, listen. Longside, New Jersey? Yes, listen, <laughs> listen. Um, I might not want to see everybody I went to school with all right. the time. I might not want to speak to them in the shop right all right. the time. But, girl, my town made me. Seriously. Listen, it, it made me, and we had to learn about where we came from, and that's why I'm With from. no apologies. Exactly, yes. <laughs> You are this. Okay, yes, you come from a strong people. You come from a proud people. And yeah, that that helped me. How about we thought the Black National Anthem was the National Anthem? Oh yeah, anthem. we sure did. Yes, we sure did. We, we, we got like, the high hey, school like y'all don't sing that. It's another song. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all singing? Yes. This is this is not what the three voices so sing. I'm like, <laughs> Our song was lit. Yeah, our song was way better. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is true. Like they. Yeah. And I think that goes towards being okay with being who you are because think about that. Like, if we hadn't had that strong foundation, mm -hmm. we were sent to a predominantly white high mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. So we could have got gone there and got completely lost. And But we were so grounded in who we are yes. as a people. It's like, no, like we're from Long Side. Yes. That's it. I don't care about how wealthy you are mm -hmm. or whatever. And for the most part, they accepted us and embraced us. But if we hadn't been strong in that truth, who knows yeah. where we would be. So, mm -hmm. yeah, thank God for it. I like that, but shout out to Willemboro. Oh, shoot. Like, it's all about long side. Oh, so. God. Okay, yeah. Hey, Willemboro. Thank you. <laughs> oh, That's all God. I'm saying. All right, girl. You got Ooh. it. What is the best compliment you ever received? Ooh. I'm humble, so I'm going to let y'all go first. Ooh. I got to just right. think on this one. A so mine's bit. is shallow. Okay, girl. Go ahead. Right, about go and tell her, baby pool. Mine's is real shallow. Okay, yeah, girl. Right. I love <laughs> Let me take a sip. I love this I know, compliment, y'all. All right, girl. I can't wait to hear this. You smell good. That's yeah. my compliment, girl. Tell me I smell good and I am happy. You was like, okay? thank God to the bed. I'm like, glad yes. you recognized it. I be like, okay. yes. Like, that is my compliment. I love it. Tell me that I'm happy all day. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, I had some good compliments, but that one takes the cake. I'll Sorry, take it. I'm Sorry. here for it. I'm here I for think it. mine was... Um, I hope I smell good because nobody's ever told me I don't know. <laughs> but um, I think mine is that you have presence. Mm. Mm -hmm. That was like deep for me because okay. I was like, dang. Yeah, somebody was like, yeah, it's just something. It could be a room full of people. It's just something about you. Like people are going to notice you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, don't mind if they do. Okay, I hope they do. <laughs> that you know? is true. Remember the first time I, I met you? Right. He was like, girl, she started working at the college. She come to this meeting, you know, and all you hear Presence. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to like her, but look at her. Look at me now. Look at me now. Right now. She was doing y the most that day. Well, <laughs> it's because I do carry myself. Like, I have people at home, like, mm -hmm. you better. Like, even, the, like, when I grew up, I had certain clothes I had to wear. Like, I had doctor's office clothes. I had church clothes. I had outside clothes. Like, everything was about appearance and not for, like, the the surface level stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. when you look good, you feel yeah, good. Yeah. And nine times out of the ten, I try to look like the part, at mm -hmm. least. You know, even in high school, I don't remember Sabrina when I was younger, and they were like, um, I used to wear my blazers and my pumps. <laughs> and I actually had a student one time, right? Shut up. <laughs> I had a student one time who started, right? And I was a gym aide. And so I'm in there with my little clipboard doing my gym aide mm -hmm. thing, right? So she comes up to me with her schedule. She's like, yeah, you know, do you know where this class is? Where I show her, you know, the layout of the land. And she's like, oh, so what class do you teach? 
Table and just trust and believe that somebody thought somebody was older than me. But I'm oh, substantially, actually, on that one. But we'll do that. Yeah, another they did episode. think Sabrina was older than you. That was crazy. <laughs> um, excuse me, I did not go. Oh, I did not go. So, where are Richard? The best thing compliment that oh, I oh, can okay, I my can bad. I get my compliment? Okay, my bad, my bad. Dang. <laughs> Come on, I was told <laughs> that. They have never met someone as selfless as me. Ooh, oh, I said, you, you know what? <laughs> okay. Say it again. And they did. And I just was like, you know what? I had to own that. That is true. So I just was, I've always carried that with me. I feel like you are a person who cares about the people around you. Right. Like when so you y'all care. welcome. Oh, oh shoot! Because no, y'all are well, in the... Let's get to writing the thank you notes. Yeah, Serena. right? I know. So let's blessed. work on that. <laughs> All right, right. you can go. All right, fancy fingers. No, it's your turn. No, I went, but you kind of cut me off from my compliment. But it's your turn now. (laughs) Okay. see what we got. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? That's a good one. Deep. Or your best self. Hmm. Shoes is my answer. Sorry. (laughs) That's my answer. What you got, Bri? I feel like you mulling. Because I don't know what necessarily makes me feel inspired. I think just knowing myself overall mm-hmm. kind of makes me feel inspired. Or what's the rest of it? The best self, the situation? You, yeah. What makes you feel um, like your best self? You know what? Just kind of knowing that I'm doing what I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I mean, I might not do much. I work, I work two jobs and I try, and I like both of them so that's why I do it right and just knowing that I'm doing that knowing that I like to take time you know I'm not skinny or nothing but I do like to work out um I like doing that that's what I do for me um just knowing that I'm just trying my best mm-hmm. like I'm putting effort into myself maybe not even trying my best maybe putting effort into myself that's what it is mm-hmm. knowing that I'm doing that because honestly, I've noticed that any time in my life where something was bad, right. it's when I stopped putting effort on myself. Hello. So let me tell you, if I stop first. doing what I'm doing now, you need to sit me down. Right. <laughs> you need to be like, I might slap you. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But like stuff ain't going well. <laughs> yeah. Like why are you sitting in this house by yourself in the dark? No. <laughs> <when, laughs> How are we gonna wait until so fast? What? what that went left. <laughs> that went left. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when I am doing when I am doing what I can do for myself, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So self care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll say the younger generation inspires me. You know, normally, you know, sometimes we always wonder what our purpose is. And then like when I see like people younger than me and they have like, you know, their idea of how they can make, you know, this mm-hmm. world better, it's inspiring. And also just the black culture oh, as yeah. a whole, it inspires me because uh, you know, a sure. lot of times people count us out. Okay. But deep. trust and believe. <laughs> we here, we here to stay. We ain't going nowhere. So I feel like it's on us. We're on mm-hmm. the backs of our ancestors to say, listen, you know what I'm saying? We here, we got a message and that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Look at Nicole okay, being so all selfless and okay. making me sound all about my right. you Oh, you sound like real shallow right now. Shallow. Like real shallow. She like, smell good though, y'all. <laughs> and she take care of herself. Yes. I might not be. I might not smell good, but I'm self. That's because you have sweat for the people. Sound like you know wait, what I'm saying? Wait for that yeah. Oh, you have to sweat, my girl. All right. I think my answer is helping others. Mm-hmm. It really is because it's almost selfish, like Sabrina. 
Um, because I get a high from helping others. Like it really makes me feel genuinely happy. Mm. And you know, sometimes I get questioned about it. Like people like sit down, why you do so much? You know, hostess with motors, whatever you mm-hmm. call me. But pouring into people, I feel like is my passion. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like helping other people and allowing for my gifts to be something that is used and not necessarily with a price tag on it, but just because I've been blessed with it and I want you to have it. Um, if you, if you want it, you know what I mean? So I think that's my calling. I think helping people in whatever way that I can in whatever capacity. And you know, I do get, I do get a lot of judgment, like, especially from like sometimes people in my family, I love like not judgment, but like, why are you doing so much? Mm -hmm. Why are you always doing that? Yeah. But I've literally never wanted for anything. Mm -hmm. I've always had everything that I need. Mm-hmm. When I am on the cusp of wanting, something appears or just happens. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have to live in my ministry. I, that's yeah. what I'm supposed to do in life. That's my passion. That's my purpose. And that's yeah. where I live. So so let's talk about that for a minute. Because I'm kind of, I know me, me and Z, we've been friends forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of like that the same way. Like, listen, I'm doing whatever I got to do. If I got it, you got it. Yeah. As a, you my friend. I mean, even if you're not my friend. If I feel it on my heart that you need something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyway. And... I've had to accept that that's who I am. Mm-hmm. But then I remember all the takers out here. Mm. That's true. And I realized, so I'm not going to stop being who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, this is what makes me feel good. Like, if my friend needs something, you got it. Like, you need 500? What, what do you need? If right. I have it, you're going to have it. If I can spare it, because you don't loan stuff, you can't loan. You can't, right. can't give stuff you can't got. lose. But mm-hmm. if I got it, there's not one person I call my friend that doesn't, it's not going to have it. Right. And I've had to look at myself and say, Sabrina, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. You have had some people take some stuff mm-hmm. from you. You yeah. have had some people abuse it. And you kind of just have to be smart. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let those people not make me who I am because They're I like responsibility. Doing exactly, exactly. So if you feel like you have to use me for something, and first of all, you got to get that past me. To use right. Because, listen, you ain't going to be using me. Be real and I know it in my face. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I've been real dumb sometimes. People use you in front of your face. But and I've you, done it. We right. are. But, listen, it's like you have to. I had to accept the fact that this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And this is what I like being. Absolutely. Yeah, like I'm not going to let takers make me not who I That's am. That's right. Their behavior is not your responsibility because mm-hmm. they gonna get theirs. Yep. I always feel like that. Like if yeah. you're doing something and it's not genuine, or you have a like an ulterior motive, or you have something evil behind what you're doing, my job is not to get you. Mm-hmm. My job is to be me. That's exactly. the only thing that I'm mm-hmm. responsible for. And I feel like eventually life weeds those people out anyway. Yes. Like mm-hmm. you can only sustain that for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get older and you get wiser. So like the takers are they they doing a function? They doing exactly what yeah. they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like. What, what somebody, I saw a meme or something the other day was talking about relationships. Like, um, you know, um, why do I always attract this to me? Like, why am I always attracting this to me? Mm-hmm. It's not that you're attracting it. It's that you're allowing it to stay. Everybody attracts everything. If you're something good, you're going to attract it. You're every, everyone's going to come. Mm-hmm. But I think the strength comes with being able to discern and be able to weed the bad out from the yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same thing yeah. with taking and giving. Like, eventually, I'm not going to have nothing to give to you because yeah. you're going to deplete it. Or you're not going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recognize it, and then I'm going to give it to where it's actually needed. Exactly. So, absolutely yeah. right. And I get judgment from that too by people close to me, like, "Well, why are you doing this and that?" But it's kind of it's just who I am, and that's who I want to be. And what you said earlier, like you've never wanted for anything. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily like that. I have one friend. If I really needed something, right. I would not have it. Right. Absolutely. Like I need it. Like 
if I really need it and I have to ask, I think everyone that I know mm. is going to be like, oh, Sabrina had to ask for that. Like, yeah. She needs it. I'm going to try. And that's right. the key because mm-hmm. we are all similar in that sense. So if we mm-hmm. ask, the people it's know like we need it. Yes. Right. We're mm-hmm. not the type that can ask for help. At least I know for myself. Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. will be in dire straits before I ask for Same. help. But mm-hmm. I know if I came to either of you ladies and was like, listen, mm-hmm. this is what it is, I know without hesitation, mm-hmm. you know, you would help and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So. I that's think that's what makes this friendship amazing. Like, you know, I don't, I haven't known you as long as I've known Z, but mm-hmm. I feel like you've accepted me like family, you know, mm-hmm. and like, and that's important to me. So mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, we have to be who we are. And people who say stuff to the contrary is because they're envious in some mm-hmm. way. So we can't always take that to heart because they wish that they could be, you know, as kind and giving as us. And that's why right. people love us because of who we are. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't have that blessing without that bird. Hello. Isn't it? Yeah, that's why you bring it. Let's see here. What you got? Oh. What is the longest you have gone without sleep? It's funny. We was thinking about this question (laughs) in my mind. um, The longest I've gone without sleep. Actually, this one, I can actually think of a positive of Mm -hmm. longest I've gone without sleep. It's actually a really great memory. I, that just it just came to me just mm-hmm. now. Wow. Okay. So my mom and I have a very interesting relationship, right? Sometimes we love hate, but we have a lot of very tender moments mm-hmm. in all of that. I think every I think mothers and daughters just have a dynamic that's very different. But when I was younger, I remember staying up for like forty eight hours with my mom, and we were just watching movies. Like, mm-hmm. and then at some point it became morning. The next morning. And we saw it, we watched the sun come up. Like, that's something that I can't ever get rid of. Like, that's mm-hmm. a memory I'm going to have. When unfortunately, there's going to be one day when my mom's not here anymore. Right. So, mm-hmm. I feel like that was very worth losing sleep. Because there's been plenty of times when I've lost sleep over dumb stuff. Or, mm-hmm. you know, heartbreak or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I like to think about that one. So, I, that's the longest I've gone without sleep. Um, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so watching like the sunrise um, with my mom and like just watching all these old like black and white movies and like just spending that time together. So mm-hmm. that's fine. I say for me, probably saying about 48 hours, not 72, but you know, I'm an overthinker. So mm-hmm. like if something's bothering me, if I'm angry, you know, sad, pissed off. I'm be up. Cause yeah. I'm be up all night either A, thinking about how I'm getting retribution or just like <laughs> trying to get <laughs> myself <laughs> right to sleep. Like I could be walking around just sipping a Z-Quil bottle and still yeah. can go to sleep. Not so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I would say it was probably about 48 hours too. Okay. Yeah. I don't necessarily know what time, but there was at one point when I was working, I worked at a childcare program during the day. So I worked 8.30 to 4.30. Mm-hmm. And then I worked at the post office overnight full time so uh, I was always tired okay. like and then I tried to like have a normal life in the because <laughs> like, you know it wasn't you still need to stop turning up in life. Right. yeah so I used to come pick up Levi I don't even know what I did with Levi at this point what could I have done with him <laughs> right he right. was like he was in that sort of what was he doing he was only like three or four <laughs> Levi Sabrina Sue <laughs> <laughs> yes, hey, yes, yes 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 <laughs> hey, Levi even know where the little boy was at but i was at the post office i had to be at the post office at 10 p.m and we got off we couldn't be there till 6 a.m but sometimes they let you go home early mm-hmm. and then i used to just like go home take a nap put on my clothes go to work the next day it was a lot going on but that is that was a very sleep deprived Time of your life. Yes. It's like you didn't sleep for like three months. Yeah, yeah never done it again. <laughs> never done it again. <laughs> you went on that one. Right. 
I'd like a good part-time <laughs> job. Uh, I can't be hungry or sleepy. Nobody can do that. can't do it. Do you have any mottos or quotes that guide your life? So, I have one. Okay. Um, I don't know the, I know y'all probably heard of it before. I don't know what the correct saying is. But it is, you have to, if you're the smartest person in the in your circle, you need a new you circle. Need a new circle. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and I've realized that's not just that one person. I know in my life I have people for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, there's somebody that inspires me for education. Right. There's somebody that inspires me for a professional. I have a mentor. I have a mentor at church. Right. Um, my, my elder, my personal elder, mm-hmm. I love her. I take her out every quarter. We go to lunch or whatever like that mm-hmm. because that is my spiritual mentorship because I need somebody for every era of my life. And honestly, all of the people that I have don't even know right. who they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the yeah, play. I don't call, go around and be like, oh, my smile. We're not my, wearing name tags. My professional. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I know I'm like, all right, well, you know what Nicole's doing? Good with this. Like, you know what? Like, step it up. Like, that's that what tutelage. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a physical mentor. Like, everything. Because you need somebody mm-hmm. better. If you're the smartest mm-hmm. person, if you're the, if you want to be working out, if you're the most fit person you know, you got a block. There yeah. is a block on you that you can't because you don't know any better. There's no growth. So, yeah, you always got to have somebody that you can learn from. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a smart person. I know. No. You be making all kinds of mistakes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You're doing some stuff. Keep, <laughs> keep that in the back right of your mind. Doing some stuff. <laughs> Just be out here. Just, <laughs> like, what are we living? <laughs> right. Recklessness. Lawless and recklessness. Um, I have mine's not really a motto. Mm-hmm. So I have a life verse. Okay. And I keep it whatever office that I'm in, I always add it to my office mm-hmm. and right by the front door, like of my office way, because it reminds me not to cuss anybody out, like not to take things too seriously. Mm-hmm. But so it's Galatians six and nine. Let us not grow weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not Mm -hmm. and I feel like that keeps me going because sometimes you don't feel like it like I don't feel like it a lot and sometimes I don't feel like people or feel like dealing and um that reminds me that okay but if what drives you is helping people sometimes the roadblocks you got to get over it Mm -hmm. and the only way that you get to reap whatever it is that you're rewarded to and whatever that that is or whatever that looks like is for you to keep going Mm -hmm. and that's like in every aspect of your life so that's mine. I like that. You're going to take it biblical. Yeah, I have two. Mine, one, protect your peace. And I feel like that kind of guides my life for everything. Mm. Because as long as I put protect my peace at the forefront, then I'm going to set boundaries. I'm not going to let people, you know, use me or get under my skin. Because right. me is most important. So I use that to kind of, you know, weed certain things out of my life. And um, I'm going to put a little shameless plug in right now. Okay, but my yes. second one, Finally Free. Yes. Um, hashtag Finally Free. But that's the name <laughs> of my book. And I use that. I'm actually going to get it tattooed on my wrist because yes, I never want to go back to where I was. Mm-hmm. So I have to remember, like, all that I went through, you know, to get to the point to where I am today. Like you said, once you realize all that you went through, mm-hmm. you never want to go back. Mm-hmm. So those are my two mottos. It's not biblical. Ooh, but no. That's okay. You took, it, you took it to the streets. It's cool. <laughs> it's your pick Dr. I Scott. just picked actually oh you did that was you life model she in law school y'all I just want to mind y'all she can't really remember the, the, really the sequence smart. order <laughs> I promise I am I really am okay what is the craziest thing you've ever done in the name of love damn we got no time let me just go take, first I'm gonna tell y'all I wrote <laughs> a whole dissertation 
Oh yeah, like a real one. I think like, you win. I think you win already. One. I should definitely I just, have oh, another yes. doctorate degree hanging up. But yes, I they sat here. I was like, hey, if he sees me write this dissertation, he's gonna see how amazing I am. And he's gonna love me <laughs> forever. And he's gonna call me up on stage graduation. No, girl, I was at the graduation. He had his other girlfriend there. But you no, know what? No, not after you wrote the dissertation. <laughs> yeah, the whole dissertation. But wow. guess what? I'm always gonna be memorialized <laughs> in an acknowledgement true. section. And depending on how what day it is, if I'm really want to protect my peace, I can always call Rowan and let them know the truth. <laughs> I kept all the documents, you know but XXX right. did not actually write Yeah, but again, if it's about being finally free, but I always want to put that in my arsenal. If Wait, ever, it's like the loaded It is. So if you it? ever want to mess with me, I'm going to call. And I would leave her alone. Guys, just for record, it's Rowan University. <laughs> <laughs> that really narrows it down to everybody looking through you want it. His, like... You want his name? Okay, no, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! The craziest thing I ever did for love was almost get arrested. Oh shoot! Yeah, definitely took it to the street streets. Um, the same guy I talked about was a failure, but so he did said something that got me so mad, and like I something snapped. I was like, all right, I'm getting on the road. <laughs> I'm getting on the road. I'm gonna have to kill him. Like that's it. And so that was like my decision. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's what that's what premeditated. Right. That's but. called premeditated murder. I learned that now. <laughs> Not the best time in my life. But so young Z, I was like 19, 20 years old. And if I'm mind, like, okay, I'm about to take my hoopty, get on the road, and I'm gonna kill him. Like, that's it. Um, so I called my sister, who's not much better than me, <laughs> as far as talking you off the ledge. Um, and I'm like, yeah, you riding with me? I gotta ride up real quick. Mind you, it was like 45 minutes away. <laughs> I got there in like 30. But she convinced me to like pull over to this Wawa. And the next thing you know, my best friend was in the car next door to me. So like, it was a whole team of people trying to tell me not to do what I was about to do. <laughs> And I was like, no, I have to kill him. Like, that's it. Like, whatever he said, it set me off. That was the final straw. Right. Yeah, I went there and laid hands. Yeah. I was like, dang, what if a neighbor would have called or anybody? I could have been in jail. My whole life would have been over. That would be the decision I would take back, though. Like, oh <laughs> if that happened, I would have went back and I would have taken it back. Well, but thankfully, here. I'm still here. I'm on the, on the right side of the law. Yeah. Now I'm about to practice law. You know? I like that. Symbolism. A full, I like it. A full circle. Yeah, back in the beginning. Yeah, that's where I started. But yeah, that was the great. That was it. Oh, goodness. So, what was the question? The the cra- you know what the question is. Yeah. Listen. Y'all, I done did some stuff. Okay. Listen. That's um, chapter two. Yeah. I mean, listen. I don't even know what we to listening? Say, <laughs> you want to talk about it? I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause I think like sometimes I was like a little like brainwashed, brain warped. What was wrong with me? I know I was real dumb. You was dumb. It's okay. So I mean, we I, all yeah, were. I, we all were. I was in some stuff for years. I mean, I, so I might say the actual craziest thing if I want to pinpoint it is me being poor as hell. But giving somebody else my money. Oh like, damn! Like yeah, so you like, was poor. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm like. <laughs> How you giving somebody your money? You ain't got no money. Right. <laughs> like, like, right, you said, I owe you. Like, no. Like, okay. let's go back to the whole um, sleep thing. Remember, you got two jobs. I got two jobs. You still got no money. I'm up day and night. And where the baby? Yeah. Bye. Right. Why? Why? Yeah, where the baby at? And you over here lending out money. I'm out here buying you shoes and stuff. And I'm over here working all these nine jobs. 
That man's terrible. Whoever that was. Yeah, for real. For how real. dare you take the baby shoe money? <laughs> are, are we saying names? Just curious. No, okay. we're not okay. saying names. No, no, no lawsuits. <laughs> we ain't saying names. We're saying names. So all I have to say what is. What it's called? Him? Him? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but that obviously, it honestly was the craziest stuff because I obviously did not think. Like, I was dumb, y'all. Like, that like, it was really dumb. First of all, I ain't had no money. I'm going to let y'all know that I really ain't had no money. <laughs> I need y'all to understand like, that I was really, broken. Like, negative. <laughs> I need y'all to Please understand. That no, we get We're going to bleep that out. Then it was really that. bad. <laughs> okay? Uh, that was crazy. You about to be homeless and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, girl. Well, you, that, that, that's not judge. <laughs> Wait. You, you still be in jail That was a homicide, though. That's different. Oh, okay. I was going to get three hops in the cop, though, though, for that. I would have been, been good. I was just going to be homeless. <laughs> right. Me and my cardboard at the time. I was going to have I a I know home. you back then, but I'd have let you come here. <laughs> <laughs> if I just saw you and a baby on the side of the road, I'd have let you in. With no shoes. Yeah. yeah. No shoes. Out here tripping. Yeah, that, that was my craziest thing. Like, how... Let's make it a little deeper. Oh Lord! How you out here giving stuff you ain't got? That listen, because we brainwashed. <laughs> like, okay, brainwashed. Yes, but that's how I'm here. not gonna say what baptized you probably was. Yeah. But, <laughs> but when I think back on that, wasn't help. even that good. Dang. Like I tried to live life and really. Now I really want to know his name. That is better. <laughs> not really want to know. Okay. The bar was very low. <laughs> that's how right now. We done. Girl, there was no bar. <laughs> Hello. That, right. <laughs> But we don't elevate it. So right, right, right. It's all Wait, good. moving along. Yeah. Moving along. I think we should just, whose turn is it? It's we won't getting, judge you. Oh, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. All right. Who is your hero? Wait, say it again. Who was your hero? Y'all didn't understand that. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh. Just well, spicy. I know. I feel like it's so cliche, but, you know, I have to say my mom. Like, you know, oh. we don't always agree all the time, but she will give it to me straight. You know, mm, whether no I'm crying, whatever. She's like, listen, you want to have your day, but, you know, tomorrow you dust yourself off and get your head together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was, and then just seeing how, you know, her childhood wasn't the best, but she made sure that she broke that curse to mm-hmm. make sure that she was able to provide for us. So, yeah. you know, I love her, again, ability to be selfless, you know, mm-hmm. and I love her ability to be able to, Tell the truth, no matter who it offends. And I right. feel like there's a lot of things that I take from her. Maybe also my ability to not apologize, but I've worked on that because, <laughs> like you know, I may Breaking know that I'm wrong, again. but you might not get I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I have to say that I really do mirror myself after my mom, even yeah. down to like you know college and going into social work. But then I was like, I don't got no money, so you gotta kind of like <laughs> gotta get redirect this whole career trajectory because, like I said, I'm be on the streets. But um, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think we get molded by our mothers without mm. even like helping it. Like even though we don't take everything, there's always it's just, there's stuff about me that I'm like that used to get on my nerves on my mom, and now I see myself doing right. it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's because that's who you're around. That's yeah, you have your environment. Yeah, that's awesome. So outside of my like mom and the women in my family and like the people in my family, um, I would have to say this is so corny, but I love me some Michelle Obama. Mm. That is my shiro. Yes, because. It just just feel like she smelled like shea butter and like pink lotion. Like she just feels like so real. Like she feels like a real person um, who's had a real life struggle. She's somehow managed to be brilliant and still humble and relatable. Like, cause you know, sometimes people get real smart and real weird, mm-hmm. but she's like, just like everybody's auntie, sister, cousin, yes. friend, who's also intellectual and sets the bar high and mm-hmm. like makes you be okay with being the smart girl or yeah. whatever. You can still be cool. You can still be all of that. It's funny, that was my 
That was my tag when I was online dating. <laughs> what was it? Tell me, tell me. Oh, <laughs> Sexy nerd with a little bit of hood. Well, oh, clearly, yeah. clearly it worked. I hope um, I set that one up. Yeah. Yeah. She's the reason. Hey, boo. Yeah, that's you are a nerd, though. Yeah, I, will give I am you that. a nerd. I love being a nerd. I live in my nerd dome. Well, just so you know, people don't like it. Like, people you work with, and I'm sure your classmates. Like, <laughs> we I don't, keep raising we don't my like hand. it. Oh, sure. Nicole don't like when I raise my hand in meetings, okay? She makes fun of me. I but I be having stuff to yeah. contribute. Because the meeting be o- supposed to be over at 4. <laughs> but here she at 417. I'm in the class, like... Two minutes before the class is supposed to be over. Like, I got a couple questions if you before don't mind. I have some announcements because I'm a brown noser and everyone else sucks, but I'm amazing. Girl, I did goodbye. my homework, actually, Professor. I, Sexy I'm the nerd, only one who though. did it. <laughs> I got something funny. to contribute. <laughs> oh, Lord. oh God. What you got, Brie? So, hero? My hero would honestly have to be Levi Combs the Oh, your son. That is my hey, hero. Hey, nephew. Because who knows where I would be if it was not for Levi Combs the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's my baby. Because, you know, I mean, in a way, Levi kind of tamed me in a way. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, not saying that I'm super wild and out there because I'm definitely not. Right. But mm-hmm. I've had to be a little bit more settled for him. Okay. And, yeah, granted, there's some people to probably say I had my babies. You know, I dropped them. <laughs> I dropped them all. I came back 24 hours later. It ain't that bad. I came back, though. Right, right. You so, always returned. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, some people don't come back, guys. That's true. I know y'all know a couple people that didn't come Hello. back. Hello. Okay? Off and just never turned back. Yeah. So, I, I came back, guys, okay. every time. So, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, he is, because I don't even know if I would have had the goals that I have. Right. If I would have been in a professional capacity. I would know, don't know if I would have went to the HBC, mm-hmm. HBCU if it wasn't for Levi. Like, that was honestly, like, I got, I got to do something for a little boy. I got to make him proud of me a little bit, right? right? Um, Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's my hero, girl, because what's the definition of a hero? Somebody trying to save you a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, listen. And I like it. Yeah. And y'all relationship is so funny. It Every is. time you talk to him, it just always makes me laugh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just looks like, I love her, but she can get on my nerves. Right. <laughs> like, why would you leave me alone? Like, Levi! Levi! <laughs> Levi! I'm like, that's great. He's about to change his name. Like, stop calling that boy. Yes. Oh, see. All right. Well, let's see. Go ahead, Bree. You take the last one. Okay. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? I'm just going to say people think I'm a bitch. <laughs> they do. I've been known to have RBF. <laughs> you know, I thought it's several resting times, bitch face. <laughs> like when you see me, I'm not. Yeah. I don't look approachable. Like you know, mm-hmm. it'd be times I'm out in the store and a guy just be like, "Damn, sis, smile. It ain't that bad." So mm-hmm. I'm just like, like so you people, don't know that, right? Do you know me? Mm-hmm. But right. people think I'm me. But once you get to know me, you know, then I like start to peel my layers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not very open to new people I don't know. So yeah. it takes me a while to kind of like open myself up to show people the real me. So I think that's what's misunderstood about me a lot, that people mm-hmm. think I'm mean, but I'm really not. Like I said, because um, we go back to my compliment, but. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just, oh my I've been called a credit hound. That's another thing, but that's another story. I'll digress oh on that. So. 
You know, it's funny though. I feel it's funny that people think they have a right to your thoughts and feelings. And like, who says mm-hmm. you have to look fun or nice or whatever? Yeah. I don't even know you. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I owe you anything? Mm-hmm. But yeah, mine is people think I'm stuck up. They th- Shut up. <laughs> people think that I'm very stuck up, but I don't know why. Like, they'll find out that oh wow, she's really funny. Like, she's nice. She's mm-hmm. this. She's chill. But a lot of times I've been told, like, yeah, when I first met you, I thought you were going to be so stuck up. Yeah. And I'm like, why? I got stuck up vibes? Yeah, <laughs> you do. Just because I can dress and I'm cute and I look good. No, just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> all that? Like, all those things? You think I'm stuck up? But, yeah, no. But I'm actually real humble. Like, real humble down to earth. I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. But, yeah. You know what? I do talk to anybody. Unless I don't like you. Well then, you don't talk to everybody then, because that list is very long, very actually very long, very long list. Double-sided, short. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what about you, Brie? I think that maybe it would be. You know, I was our comment. You know, I'm always going to speak my comment, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about something. If especially if you ask me, I'm not always going to walk up to people like, "Yo, your hair ugly." (laughs) But if you ask me. What I think about the situation, I'm going to tell you the truth and understand that if I feel like you need the truth, then I'm going to do it in love. Like, this is, it's all in love. I'm not going to be out here trying to hurt the people that I love. Like, if I tell you, I'm telling you in love. You be like giving truth sandwiches? It. Yes, that's oh, it. Oh, so you tell me my hair ugly? That's <laughs> you're not ugly, girl. Your hair cute. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God it is cute today, y'all, because she'd have told me she would have told you. Yeah. She would have told you. Oh, this is a good one to end. That's a good way to end it. All right, let's go. What does the SSS stand for in sisters? Yes. <laughs> Who wants to take it? Um, I'll take it go, because Dr. I was the, the spearhead behind it. <laughs> Hashtag credit hound, but I'm oh lying. I'm just God. lying. I'm kidding. <laughs> but the SSS stands for smart, sassy, sophisticated. I think we all embody that in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. We're very intelligent. We all are sassy, very independent, strong-minded. So it was getting real in the booth, y'all, yes. before we got to the table today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we're all sophisticated. I just think that's just, we're just amazing people. And I'm just so glad to call you ladies my sisters. Yes, girl. With that A-H-S-S-S. Triple letter S. Cheers to that, y'all. That was a good way to end our first podcast. Also, shout out to Brother with the Camera back there in production. Hashtag, I'm sorry, at sign Brother with the Camera. I messed up. at sign. She's old, y'all. That's true. But... Forty, fine, and fabulous. Don't ever get it twisted. This has been Sisters. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon.